family, for a moment before we go into the word, let's just pray together. Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus and we thank you that you are here with us. Lord, come with your spirit, come with your power, come and transform us, come and edify us. Come and change your word, come and utilize your word, use your word to change us, change our perception. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. Family, this morning I want to talk to you about loving others the way God loves us. Loving others the way God loves us. You, you know, I, I feel that God wants to speak to His church and remind His church again that we need to start loving each other again. I mean, if we look in today's world, we see a lot of hatred being swung around. We see a lot of hatred being thrown around. We see people hating on one another and fighting one another now more than ever in the history of mankind. What makes matters worse is the fact that, that we have access to internet. So something that happens in overseas in another country will blow over to our country and it will take flame here. And all of a sudden we see people hating one another. We see races starting to fight one another and hating one another for what happened in the past. And, and this one did that. And we see nations rising against nations. And people really don't understand why they are fighting. But they are fighting because the other people are fighting. And 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 and. and, and People are just not loving one another anymore. And to make matters worse, many of these people that pulls out a gun against another person are self If you ask them what faith do they belong to, they say that we are Christians, we are, we are believers, we go to church, we are born again believers. Many of these people will say that, that we are devoted Christians. If you are listening to this broadcast and you are one of these people, Claiming that you are a born-again believer, that you believe in Jesus Christ, but you hate another group of people or another race or another or, or for what they did. Then I'm sorry to tell you, but that is not Jesus who you are serving. Because if we see Jesus, in a, and, and we'll talk about this uh, uh, more as we go along. I also want to speak to the church of Jesus Christ, reminding the church of what Jesus is saying about hatred towards others in Luke chapter 6, verse 32 to 35. If you have your Bibles with you, why don't you read, click or swipe with me to the above passage. Luke chapter 6, verse 32 to 35. He says, if you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good to those who are good to you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners do that. And if you lend to those from who you expect repayment, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners expecting to be repaid in full. But, but then Jesus continues to say, but love your enemies. Do good to them. And lend to them without expecting to get anything back. Then your reward will be great. And you will be children of the Most High. Because He is kind to the ungrateful and wicked. And then Jesus concludes this part by saying, Be merciful just as your Father is merciful. Family, I want to start with my first point. Is As Jesus asks, He says, If you love those who only loves you, what credit is that to you? 
ask that question to yourself. Ask that question to your wife, to your husband, to whoever's in the house. If you love only as a Christian, as a born again believer, if you love only those who love you, what credit is that to you? What is the point of only loving those who will love you back? What is the point of only loving those that is easy to love? What's, what would be the point of love in the first place? Jesus continues to say, he says, even sinners do that. Meaning that even the people that don't know him as their Lord and Savior uh, only loves those who love them back. Jesus was making a point that, 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 that if we only love those who love us back, it does not distinct us between the world and between God's people. God's people loves everyone unconditionally, even those that does not deserve to be loved. But if I say as a born-again believer that I'm only loving those that can love me back, that then means that, that, that I am not like my Father who is in heaven who loves everyone else. Remember, family, that we were all once sinners who rebelled against God with our own sinful ways. Then John says in chapter 3 verse 16, he says that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. God so loved the world, even though he gave his only son, uh, he didn't, uh, his son, not just because uh, people loved him back but he gave his only begotten son because he loved us first and it didn't matter whether we love him back or not he is still going to give his only begotten son because he loved us first because that would be the benefit that then means then everyone would have access to God through Christ because he loves us first He came to die for, for those who rebelled against the very being of who he is. He came for a people that even up to today still hates him and says that he doesn't exist and still rebels against him and does not love him back. Remember, we were once there. We were once at a place in our lives where, where we said that, that, that we don't want anything to do with God. We don't want anything to do with church. If the pastor comes in by the one door, we run out of the back door. If someone comes and wants to encourage us with the word of God, we say, ah, don't come to me with this preaching and this nonsense, what you are saying. Now, that's where we once were. We hated. We didn't deserve to God's love. We didn't deserve to be loved by God. And yet John 3.16 said, Because God loved us first, because God loved the world so much, He gave His only begotten Son. What benefit would it have been for God then to send His Son to, for those people who would only love Him back? What would the point of it all be? Then that means then we wouldn't all have access to God through Jesus Christ. Remember that Jesus here taught the character of the citizens of his kingdom. We should expect that character to be different from the character seen in the world. There are so many good reasons why more should be expected from Christians than others. And let me tell you some of the reasons. Because Christians claim to have something that others don't have. They claim to be renewed. They claim to be repentant and redeemed by Jesus Christ. 
They do in fact have something that others do not have. They are in fact renewed. They are repented and Christians are redeemed by Jesus Christ. We have the power that others do not have. We can still do all things through Jesus Christ who gives us the strength. And we have the spirit of God dwelling in us. And our futures are much better than those who are without Christ. And because of all these benefits, because of who we are, there is no point just to love those whom it is easy to love and who will love us back. Jesus Christ is calling His church today. No matter where you come from, no matter what race you are part of, no matter whether you are rich or poor or whatever, Jesus Christ is calling His church today to love those who is difficult to love. To follow in His example by loving our enemies, to pray for them and to give back to those whom it is hard to give something to. Give it to them. Because that is what God is expecting of us. That is what Jesus was teaching His disciples. And you know, when we do these things, when we are obedient to God through Jesus Christ, by doing what Christ says, there's always a reward coming our way. Jesus always rewards us. And that's the second point I would like to make that is that He rewards our obedience. Let's read together. He says, But love your enemies. Do good to them. And lend to them without expecting to get anything back. Then He continues to say, Jesus says that He says, Then your reward will be great. And you will be children of the Most High. Because He is kind because he is kind to the ungrateful and to the wicked. That's who our God is. That is who our Father is. Remember, we were once ungrateful. We were once wicked. And who showed uh, kindness to us? Who showed grace to us? He, through Jesus Christ, his Son. So how much more do we owe that to people who has wronged us. If Christ forgive, forgave us for what we have done. Then we need to be at a place. Where we forgive others. For what they have done to us. Remember Jesus. When his disciples said. Lord but teach us how to pray. And one of the lines of the Lord's prayers are. And, 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 forgive, and forgive those who trespasses against us. As we forgive those. And forgive our trespasses against us. As we forgive those who have trespassed against us. Same, uh, so basically it's the same as, Lord, please forgive us in the same way we have forgiven those who have sinned and wronged against us. That is grace. That is mercy on another level. Who doesn't love doing things for the Lord in order to be blessed by His obedience, by our obedience? Here the Lord promises us that if we obey by loving our enemies and doing good to them and lend to them without expecting anything in return, the consequences of those actions would be a great reward. He will reward us. Not this world we are living in. 
We see a lot of times how people get the Nobel Peace Prize for helping countries or bringing peace to countries and, and the role that they played that. And here the king of the universe, the king of all kings, the king of the ages, the one who was and is and is to come, the, 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 the lion of Judah, the creator of the universe, the creator of all things, the, and, and the person by whom all things were created through. This person is coming uh, and he says he, that your reward will be greater if you obey him. Far greater than a Nobel Peace Prize. If you love your enemies and you do good to them. All you have to do to receive this reward is to love your enemies. Love those that does not deserve to be loved. And I'm, again, I'm not talking about this romantic type of love. So if you are in a relationship of you or you like someone that, that you, you really want to convince them that, to love you, that's not the kind of love that I'm talking about. I'm talking about the kind of love that can bring a person into a saving relationship with Jesus Christ because of our mercy that we show towards that person because of who we are. <laughs> Children of the Most High God. John, John chapter 15 verse 14 says the following. He says, Jesus is talking here. He says, if you love me, keep my commandments. And in the same breath, I want to say, if we love Jesus the way we say we do, the way we sometimes sing we do in church, the way we sometimes pray we do when we are amongst other believers, if we love Jesus that way, then we will love those who are difficult to love, those who do not love us back. 1 John chapter 2 verse 3 says, If we obey what God has told us to do, then we are sure that we know Him. If we say we know God but do not obey His commands, we are lying. The truth is not in us. But when we obey God's teaching, His love is truly working in us. This is how we know that we are living in Him. If we say we live in God, we must live the way Jesus has lived. And by living, this means doing what Jesus did. Now remember also, you need to walk in the Spirit. At a later stage, I'll talk a bit more about walking in the Spirit and, and teach a bit more on that. But, but, but to be able to walk in this kind of love, you can only have it when you walk in the Spirit of Jesus Christ. Mayer, uh, another commentator said the following about this. He says that we also are to love our enemies and bless them if we can. In doing so, we show ourselves to be sons and daughters of the Most High God. We are made sons and daughters by regeneration through faith in Jesus Christ. But we are called to make our calling and election sure, to approve and vindicate our right to that sacred name. We can only do this by showing in word and act that the divine life and principles animate us. Meaning that what Jesus said we should do, we're doing it. Now, Jesus rewards us by making us His children. If we really understood the fullness of being a child of God, which we will one day when we are in heaven, we will realize how much weight is in the fact that we are adopted children of the Most High God. And once we realize that, we will know how to treat other people. 
And we will treat them just like our Father in heaven treated us when we didn't deserve it, but when we deserved death. He gave us mercy. He sent us His Son. He gave us access to Him. He gave us a new life. He, 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 re, he, he rebirthed us. He, he made us being born again inside of Him. And He made us His children. Biologically connected to Him through the blood of Jesus Christ. That is a pos- it's, it's, it's more of a position to be in. And because we are in that position of being in Him, the way I treat and love others should be the same as the way He treats and loves people. Especially those that does not want anything to do with Him. And that loving the unloved should be a natural fruit in our lives because it is in the nature of our merciful Father. And we should be like our Heavenly Father because we come from Him and after we become born again, which brings me to my final point where Jesus says, Be merciful, point number three, just as your Father is merciful. Be merciful just as your Father is is merciful in the kingdom of jesus we have a a pattern for the way we should give mercy to others we should be merciful to others uh, the way god has been merciful to us that's a lot of mercy and we would only require more mercy from us and not less family be merciful just as your father is merciful remember we do not serve the father of lies which is the devil we don't say we are one thing And we are another person. We are not one person in church. And at home we are another person. We are not one person at work. And in church we are another person. We are the same person. Everywhere we go. We are merciful. As our father is merciful. Because our dad. Our heavenly father is merciful. Because his spirit now dwells in us. My God. Because his spirit now dwells in us. That means that wherever we go. We walk In our Father's Spirit. We are merciful to whoever has wronged and sinned us by forgiving them. Because that's the character of our Father. How many times if you look back at your life when you weren't saved. How many times have you rebelled against God? Where you've hurt His feelings. Where you've you've told Him you want nothing to do with Him. And yet today you are saved because in faith you believed in the forgiveness of Jesus Christ he was merciful to you more than what you deserve how 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 is it so difficult for us to be merciful to another person if God is merciful to us how can we not be merciful to another person who has wronged us I pray God gives you the strength I pray God gives you the faith I pray God gives you more of his spirit so that we can walk and talk more like our father is as jesus said be merciful just as your father is merciful family don't be like the world family don't be like your pastor christian don't be like your prophet or your apostle or your 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 father in the lord but be more like your heavenly father be more merciful like i'm saying this because your your apostle your prophet your pastor your bishop or whoever the the person is that you feel as spiritual oversight you they are humans they are not gods so they make mistakes 
They are sometimes not merciful towards people. They are sometimes not, not gracious towards people. And that's just their human nature. So be careful that you don't strive to be like, like that person, but rather strive to be like our Heavenly Father in Jesus Christ, who is the personification of our Father, so that when we walk in mercy, we walk in mercy as Christ walk in, walked in mercy. When we walk in forgiveness, we walk in forgiveness through Christ who gives us the strength to forgive those who have trespassed against us. When we walk in healing, we walk in healing as Christ walked in healing. So when we walk on this earth, we will walk as Christ has walked. And not as our bishop or our pastor or our apostle, but as Christ, as Jesus. Be merciful just as your Father is merciful. Family, I want to conclude this message. I want to say to the church of Jesus Christ, I want to say to the born again believers out there, don't be fooled by this world. Don't jump on the bandwagon. Don't jump on the bandwagon by, by, by saying, saying uh, you know, just because they are doing this and there's other Christians doing this, let us also do it. Go look at the teachings of Jesus. Go look at how Jesus walked on this earth before you even jumped on the bandwagon. And if whatever, the, wherever the bandwagon is going is not in line with the teachings of Jesus Christ in the early church, rather stay away. Lord, give me the ability to discern right and wrong in this world. Because I know when we see things online, on social media, we, those things are programmed to, 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 to have an effect, an emotional uh, effect on us, to, 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 to get us on fire and to join this movement. But be careful that if this movement is not in line with where Christ is going and what Christ has been teaching and preaching, church, we are missing the point of loving people. I want to repeat this passage that we read in the beginning. And I want to end off with this. Luke chapter 6 verse 32 says, If you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good to those who are good to you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners do that. And if you lend to those from whom you expect repayment, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to those to sinners expecting to be repaid in full. But love your enemies. Do good to them and lend to them without expecting to get anything back. Then your reward will be great and you will be children of the Most High. And because he is kind to the ungrateful and wicked, be merciful, just as your father is merciful. Family, that's not Owen's words. That is the words of Jesus Christ. Let's pray together. Father, you spoke to us through your word. We didn't take anything away. And we didn't add anything. Lord, now we ask as your church for the strength, for the faith, for the anointing, for the grace to do what you've told us to do. Loving people unconditionally. May the church reach a place where they love people so much so 
that people, because of the love the church has, people would run to a relationship with you. And in such a way, restore the world back to you. Father, I pray for those who do not know you, that has a desire to know, to be in a loving relationship with you. Father, we pray that you would, that you would touch their hearts through the Holy Spirit, that you would show them what to do. And Lord, that you would give them the faith to believe in you so that they can be called children of the Most High God. Lord, I pray for those who are struggling with unforgiveness. I pray that you would give them the strength to forgive those that, that, that they need to forgive, Lord, so that you can forgive them of their trespasses. I pray this in your precious name. Amen.